Welcome to Real Estate 360. And now, your hosts and experts, Steve Connolly and Jason Miles. And welcome. It is the Real Estate 360 show. Here with you, Steve Connolly, hashtag unemployable, one of your hosts, and... This is Jason O. Miles, hashtag the real estate trainer, hashtag add a zero. What's up there, Shaggy? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, we were we were talking before the show about what we we're going to talk about during the show. And um, we had a whole bunch of ideas, but uh, we, we really like the state of the real estate union as it exists in this time and space. And I know you have some ideas on that as well as I do. Yes. And, uh, let her rip, you know, what you think? Well, you know, when we, well, there's a lot of comparisons in the news and, you know, in whatever media outlet you want to look at about, uh, what real estate is doing now compared to what it was doing a year ago. Obviously there is no comparison. I mean, even a year ago, we were starting to see a little bit of a slowdown at a time when we should see an increase. I mean, from, from the previous year. Now, you know, now we're dealing with a pandemic and, you know, it's not stopping people from buying, but it's got the money, at least on the, on the investor side, extremely fearful. And uh, that creates a lot of opportunity for those that can see it. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't see it. And we're fielding a lot of those calls. <laughs> yes, we are. You know, uh, Ty Lopez? I've heard of the guy. I have. Yeah. He, he uh, put out a little email a while back. And it was a reminder. It said, um, scared money never made any money. Yeah, scared money don't make money. And uh, right now, there's a lot of scared money out there. You know, the, some of the lenders, some of the investor lenders are, they're afraid yeah. uh, that they're going to lose some, something. And, um, you know, I don't see, all I see is opportunity. Oh, my gosh, all I see is opportunity. It's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's absolutely everywhere. And, yeah. you know, as we, uh, as we walk through this, obviously, a lot of our, I mean, even some of our local lenders, right? The ones that are still lending anyway, you know, they're wanting 16 to 19% interest. Yeah. You know, some of our um, national lenders, you know, they've upped the game to 12, you know, which isn't bad in this climate, but, you know, they're wanting, I mean, it's still a 70% of ARV, but now they're also wanting, you know, uh, 20% down as opposed to some, in some cases, 30% down. Yeah. You know, yeah, we're, we're looking at um, investors that have been selling properties. And, and this is from the commercial side and the residential side. We're looking at investors that have been selling properties, not on the retail side, but on the wholesale side that have just been sitting on this property. We're looking at a lot of people that were doing, the actual wholesaling, you know, flipping contracts that are losing earnest money because uh, they didn't make the right deal. They can't find a buyer. They can't figure out what to do with the scenario, which is normally the, the, the point. That's the situation. I mean, I was dealing with a guy last night, Steve, well, yeah. really all day, but it was a process that lasts well into the evening. 
you know, he's got this three package deal uh, with this guy. He got a great offer uh, uh, on the, uh, on the package. He took the offer and now the guy is feeling like he can't close. The seller is feeling like he can't close. The buyer can't close. So I'm dealing with the buyer and the buyer's using private money. So, you know, the private money, they don't want, I mean, they're ready to close this thing on, on either Friday or Monday for him. Right. And the seller is afraid that he's not going to close. I mean, this is a true story, Steve. The seller is afraid that the buyer isn't going to close so much so that he's trying to yank the deal away from him. Well, why doesn't he just relax and wait until Monday? You know, (laughs) exactly. it's not long when it comes to real estate. And if you're talking (laughs) what a three package deal, you said, was that three single family houses? Three single family houses. He's buying them for uh, 120,000 a piece, yeah. which is a lot of money, even five months ago. For, and these properties are in, uh, uh, in the West Hill, uh, Westview area. Oh yeah. Oh, that's a good, that's not a bad price. No, that's not a bad price. It's, it's a solid price, but you know, they're small houses. They need, oh. you know, you got to do all kinds of additions. I, I, I wouldn't have paid that much for them. Okay. You know, I would have, you know, we would have probably been somewhere, you know, 80 to 90,000 on these houses. Right. You know, not 120, but, um, Hey, listen, he jumped on it. He, he put a contract in for all three and, uh, uh, he obviously did this before, uh, he talked to me, but it was, the deal was already done at that point. And there was, um, nothing for him to do, but close them or lose his earnest money. Well, what's the contract say? Yeah, does he does he have until the? Until yeah, he's 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 got until next Friday actually to close. And the, but the seller is, you know, he's called up the attorney. He said, "Hey, we're not closing this deal," and you know, just all kind of stuff. And you know, you know me, I'm I'm the list uh, list pendants king over here. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. So I tell him, "Hey, listen, if they if they don't show up to the closing, here's what you do." Yes, sir. And, and but you would think that a seller would be ready uh, uh, to get out of this. And you know, there's a lot of different psychological profiles out there, Steve. There's a lot of squeamish people. There are people that do things, irrational things, for seemingly no reason whatsoever. Right. Well, you know, um, I had a guy call me yesterday that uh, I bought a bunch of properties from him in 2017, 2018. And he'd been, he'd kind of stepped out of the industry for a minute. Well, not the industry, but uh, the single family house business for a minute. He was doing some industrial. And he said, man, I need to get back over here. I guess where the action is, he didn't really fill in the rest of the blanks, but reading through the, you know, between the lines. And so he said, what's going on out there? But, you know, I'm going to tell you what, what I said in a minute, but what I'm seeing as I'm sitting here and just listening to you and thinking about what's going on, this is kind of the calm before the storm because, you know, you're talking about lenders that aren't uh, really engaged in lending. They're kind of stepping back. They're afraid, but there's also something else going on on the other side, which is there's not as much leverage right now for people to act. So their court systems are closed, basically, is what I'm talking about. And the lenders are, are moving a little slower in terms of foreclosures and evic- and landlords are moving slower in evictions. 
because they they have they can't really do anything much without the core systems, right? Right. So this is causing a calm right now before the storm, and that's why we started our marketing when we did. We started it, you know, basically last week. You know, our we will buy marketing in in two markets, and that's just to set up. You know, basically laying the foundation, laying the impressions of people so that they're sitting there watching television right now, the calm. And when the storm comes, you know, guess, guess who they're going to think of? Well, us, of course. That's right. Because, you know, we'll buy, you know, we'll help you solve that problem. That's right. And, you know, Steve, investors right now are absolutely loaded with cash, right? Yeah. I mean, and I'm talking about the the bigger investors, well, uh, the lenders, the local lenders, uh, uh, your institutional investors, because uh, there's a lot of people that are waiting for just what you said. You know, they're waiting for sellers to crack. They're waiting for uh, the sellers that have been wanting this extreme amount of money uh, to come down because they're going to be forced to do so. They're mm-hmm. not going to have. They're not going to have a choice. And you know, we're planning today for everything we want to do, you know, next year. You know, we're, we're, we're forecasting right now <clears throat> about how we're going to be situated a year from now. And a lot of people aren't thinking like that. A lot of people are thinking about the right now and the immediate, which is good. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you got to do a little bit of that, right? Absolutely. You got to think about now. You have to, but there's a bigger picture here. And that bigger picture is where are we going to sit? You know, what seat are we going to have at the table this time next year as money begins to loosen up this year? Exactly. And what are we doing right now to get ready for that? What's the mental image that we have in our own mind's eye of who we want to be right now and into later on this year and the next year? That's exactly right. And, you know, we, we hear all the naysayers, all we have to watch, all we have to do is watch the chicken little network. And, and, you know, we can, we can find ourselves in fear 24 seven, right? Yeah. The, uh, the sky is falling all the time. Nothing is good in the world, but that's not true. I wrote, I wrote my belief idea this morning really early. And, uh, it was like, um, every negative has an equal or greater positive. Mm-hmm. So the bigger, quote unquote, the bigger disaster or pandemic or whatever you want to call it, you know, at this particular moment in time, the bigger, the better. Why? Because there's an equal or greater opportunity that comes right along with it. At the same time, it's right here, right now. Yeah. So negative can never win. Never. You know, I, I couldn't agree more, Steve, uh, for, for several different reasons. The reality of it is this is a similar situation as to what we saw, you know, uh, 12 years ago. We're seeing a huge transfer of wealth. And after we come back from the break, let's talk a little bit about how our listeners can take advantage of this transfer. Do you need to sell your house? Well, our company will buy, will buy your house. We make the process very fast, very easy, and it's all cash. All you have to do is give us a call today. We'll buy your house. Click 833willbuy.com. That's 833-W-E-L-L-B-U-Y.com. 
or call 833-WILL-BUY. Se habla español, llámanos, call us today. And we're back, Real Estate 360, da-da-da-da-da. Hey, uh, just before this break, you know, you said something about talking about what, what it is um, people are going to be doing. So lay it on us, man. Well, first, uh, I first want to say uh, thank you to everyone that's actually listening and watching, you know, whether you're <clears throat> uh, listening to us on your, on your commute, uh, if that exists anymore, uh, <laughs> or whether you're, you know, at home at your computer, just laying in bed or on the couch with your phone and you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify or Google Play or, you know, uh, any, any of the platforms, any of the iHeartRadio, uh, YouTube, if you're on our YouTube channel, thank you so much for listening. Please continue to share, share it with people that uh, you know need to take advantage of an opportunity in this uh, downtime that we seem to all have. If, but it's only downtime if you look at it as downtime. It's an opportunity for you to fill yourself with the knowledge and information that you've always been wanting and take action on it. At Real Estate 360, that's what we do. So make sure that you also go and check out uh, the website, realestate360show.com. It's a really, really big show. It's a really big show. It's a really big show. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you. And please continue. Yes. Uh, and on from that, <clears throat> this huge transfer of wealth that we're, we're experiencing yet again. You know, we, uh, have, we had one just 12 years ago <clears throat> when... We had this huge financial crisis. I don't know if anyone remembers. And uh, the wealthy people came in and just bought up everything. You know, specifically talking about real estate here for a second. You know, they just bought, a, they bought everything they could. You had massive hedge funds that came in that would never consider buying real estate in this manner. I mean, they would invest in um, different kinds of real estate assets, right? Mm -hmm. But like a REIT, like a real estate investment trust. They would invest in those kind of things, but actually physically taking ownership to the properties in mass, that was, that was not something that had been done in a very, very long time. And we saw them buy up everything, fix them up, rent them out, hold them for a little while, and then they just dumped them all on the market. You know? Right. I mean, systematically, I don't mean to you know, make it sound like they poured it, just dropped it, because that would have created another problem for them. Uh, of course, having too much, um, too much inventory in the market drives the prices down. So they systematically sold these things, and they made a ton of money. And a lot of them sold them to retail uh, owners, you know. And it was just, <clears throat> it was just incredible. We're going to see the exact same thing right now. So we need to be positioning ourselves as investors for that. Meaning, yes, we want to buy. We want to buy it at current prices, not yesterday's prices, not future prices, current market value. And guess what? We get to determine what that is. We do. Isn't that fun? <laughs> That's right. You know, and, and we, we have our programs, we have our systems, we have our marketing. And, uh, you know, it's just about being consistent and doing the same things over and over again. And don't and not stopping, you know, just because the world has stopped for a moment doesn't mean we have to stop. As a matter of fact, that's when, you know, maybe we can slow down a little bit and, and go back and do things 
pick up some stuff that maybe we've left behind, straighten some things out. Mm-hmm. Man, I've, I've gotten a ton of, I'm just really so thankful for this slowdown that we've had because I, I don't know about you, but I've been able to go back and do some stuff that I haven't been able to do and probably wouldn't have done had this not happened. Like uh, grow that goatee. Well, yeah, no doubt about that. <laughs> I would not have even thought about it, you know. Uh, well, now when we go places, people can't tell us apart. Well, no, I, that's, that, you know, it's a problem that I haven't really considered. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, and then and then that kind of bringing forward things from, you know, un, undone things. But it's also, you know, those people are calling us, you know, from, from the past, like the guy I was telling you about earlier and another couple people that have called me and people are starting to show back up again that I haven't talked to in a year or two. And so uh, this guy said, Hey, what, what is going on? What should I be doing? What, what is, what's the plan? What are you doing? You know, he wanted to pick my brain basically. And I said, look, the problem is that if you want to call it a problem right now, is that uh, the lenders are pulling back a little bit, the hard money lenders. So that means that some of the flow on the wholesale side isn't moving the way it should. Mm-hmm. But the retail side is moving, mm-hmm. and there's going to be a shortage of inventory in certain price ranges. I said, I don't want to be really retailing anything over 300 I mean, yeah, certain areas, 350 maybe 400 but generally speaking, you know, under 300, it's a, it's a good price point. You know, if you multiply 300 by 5%, you get 15 grand. That's, you know, divide that by 12, that's around what? 12, $1,300 a month. And add taxes and insurance, you're about 1500 bucks a month for a $300,000 house. That's affordable, you know, for a lot of people. And maybe there's 30 plus million people that can't afford it right now. So they don't have a job, Yeah. but uh, there are what? 70 million people who can, you know, uh, or not our percentage of those. And, um, so, so I was telling him, I said, okay, so that might be a little bit of a challenge, but see, that's going to create a little shortage on the, on the opposite end on the retail side. So if you can do a, buy a fix up inexpensive in the right areas, single family and have it on the market in the next two or three months, you're going to win. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And doing that. Yeah. And I, I just think that that's where, where people need to be right now. I mean, I, <clears throat> having lived through a, a couple different uh, um, real estate disaster cycles, if you will. Yeah. You know, this, this, uh, this does not really uh, qualify as a real estate disaster. It, it doesn't. I mean, this is a, this is something completely different. Um, being able to take advantage of it the way we invest is just a, I hate to say it's a bonus, but it's it's an opportunity uh, that that has presented itself in so many different ways. When we talk about <clears throat> the state of the real estate market today, <clears throat> there is opportunity. Yes, I'm I'm a, I'm for cleft. I'm a, I'm a bit for cleft over here. Bless you, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when we uh, when we look at the market today, I mean the opportunity is. 
is endless. I mean, from single family to multifamily, commercial is going to really take a hit. Obviously, it's not the time to buy it uh, because I don't think the prices have come down to where they're actually going to be yet. But, you know, if you're looking for that office building or if you're looking for some kind of a retail outlet for whatever it is you want to do in the future, you know, this is great. Listen, everyone is talking about the new normal and how we're never going to be the same again. And, and, you know, that's just not true. History has proven that this too shall pass. Okay. In 1917, it took five years to get back to what normal was. Now we live in a world that's entirely uh, faster. It's infinitely faster than it was a hundred years ago. I don't think anyone would dispute that. Okay. (laughs) So, uh, people want to do things. All we have to do is go take a drive. You know, we don't even have to watch the news. I mean, if you look at the news, you'll see people on beaches, you know, people gathering in parks, people, but if you just drive around, you'll see the exact same thing everywhere. People don't care. They don't care yeah. about it, to be honest with you. They don't care anymore if they even get the virus. They simply do not care. Most people think they're asymptomatic anyway. All I'm saying with this is, you know, there's an enormous opportunity out there. And if you're fearful, you won't get any of it. If you stay fearful in this situation, you are going to get just what you've gotten in the past. And that's more struggle, a different kind of struggle that most people don't want. I mean, do we have struggles, Steve? Absolutely. No, actually, we don't. (laughs) Our struggles are completely different. Why? (laughs) Because we look at them differently. Yeah. Because we're willing to accept that things are different, things are changing, and how do we do what we, what we do in conjunction with what things are? And as things speed up, man, our position is solidified, and all we're doing is trying to share with people what it is they can do to position themselves for future success by doing what you need to do now. You know, I'm glad you said get out and drive around because I was thinking about this the other day. I was thinking about... You know, people need to get their head out of their ABC, CBS, <laughs> NBC, CNN, CLN, Chicken Little Network. That's right. You no, know, the world is not on your television. It, right. it, you know, get your head up and look and get outside and see, hey, it's not that bad. That's As right. a matter of fact, you know, I don't know anybody who has this virus. I don't know anyone. Now you may, but I don't know anybody. I, I, I definitely do. anybody. I, I definitely do. Uh, and, and unfortunately, we actually, my best friend just lost his mother uh, to it. And, um, <clears throat> but. Now, did she didn't die of a heart attack. And they. No, no, confirmed, confirmed, absolutely confirmed. And, uh. You know, they can't, they can't even see her. You know, there's this whole thing that's going on with that. And it's an ugly thing, but it's real. But I can tell you this, in the immortal words of Gil Scott Heron, the revolution will not be televised. So get out of there. And in the words of Churchill, the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. And stop being afraid. Yes, sir. Let's take Live a break. fearlessly. Right. Next, after the break. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If it is, call us. I'm Scott with Five Star Services. 
We do home renovations from your rooftop all the way down to the ground. Interior, exterior, doesn't matter. We do it all. Give us a call. You can reach us at 404-348-2348. That's 404-348-2348. Or you can get us online at www.5starservicesatlanta.com. Give us a call. Estimates are free. We'll be happy to take a look at what you have. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it is, call us. I'm Scott Bowen with Five Star Services. Hello, and it is, we're back. Hey, it's Real Estate 360. Hey, let's talk some more about the State of the Union. Yes, let's, let's, Steve. My ideas about that. <clears throat> you know, well, I mean, if we're just talking about the Atlanta real estate market for, you know, for a moment, I mean, there is <clears throat> a ton of opportunity uh, that is available to folks. Uh, you know, we're looking at, <clears throat> I'm looking here, Steve, at uh, a loan, a median loan amount of uh, 222000 which fits what you said earlier, mm-hmm. you know, everything under 300 right? Because it's a different market under there, right? <clears throat> Two it's, and a quarter is that sweet spot. It's a super strong market and it's a very affordable house and people are looking in that. I mean, when you, when you cater to the masses, you dine with the classes. So let's, let's keep that in mind and give people what they want and need. And that's affordable housing, good quality product that's affordable and gives and delivers, you know, what, you know, what you promise. So that's exactly right. I mean, uh, you, you know, you've got people that want to be in niche markets. There's a lot of money in niche markets. You know, we know folks that they don't mind looking, you know, for three or four deals a year because those deals will make them, you know, six figures in some cases. Right. So they don't, that, that's their game. You know, they're, they're fishing in a pond with oh, just a few fish. Right. right. But <clears throat> most people want to, want to fish in a pond where there's a lot of fish, like you said, when you cater to the masses yeah. and you know what, you can make five, 10, $20,000 a hit and you can do that a lot and become an expert, become very, very um, keen, you know, have a very clear understanding of what's going on in, in your market, in your area. Uh, or you can just do the one, one offs. That's what I call them and make a ton of money and spend a lot of time doing a whole bunch of research. Well, you know, um, by saying what I just said, as far as, you know, those particular kind of houses that might lead one to believe that we're like a, a one idea pony, you know, <clears throat> one, uh, one system. We are not, you know, I had a, one of these guys that called, called in that wanted to sell a house. It turns out he's a realtor representing somebody. And he said, well, what's your system? What it is your, what it is that is it that you're looking for? that fits your model because, you know, most of, most of the big hedge funds have a model. You know, they, they only buy houses that were built after 2000 or they only do three bedroom, two baths. They only do houses that have X amount of renovation. They only do ones that will retail up to 300,000. We're not that at Mm -hmm. all. And I said, look, that's not the way we operate. Mm -hmm. We need, to find out what it is you have. And then, then we take the carve method and then we structure that, uh, that transaction around what's existing. Mm-hmm. So that opens up multiple avenues for us, you know, 
And we we're also a little bit more creative than your, say your average realtor or your average investor, just because we've been around the block a few more times. Yeah. Um, uh, we were talking about cartoon characters a few minutes ago <laughs> and some of the folks don't remember, you know, some of these cartoon characters and we do, but that's just to say in, that we're not cartoon characters, but maybe we are, I don't know, but um, yes, we are. yeah, maybe we are, but um, <laughs> that's just to say that we've been around the block a few times and we have some, a lot of experience with this. So we see the opportunities that maybe some people don't see, or we, we don't mind going outside of our box, understanding that there that creates new situations and new opportunities, you know, for making a profit. And that's, Oh, that's what we're doing. Oh, we're trying to make a profit. That's right. That's exactly right. And, and you, you mentioned the carve example and for, for the listeners that don't know what that is, that is the conservative after repair value uh, of a property. Right. And we're looking for, four different kinds of problems that are all, you know, going to pop up. Really, it's not even a problem. It's a situation. You know, what is, what is the position of this property? What's the equity profile of the property? What is the seller profile? You know, why do they need to sell? Do they need to hurry up and sell? What options do we have available to us? Because if the more time we have, the easier it is for us to make a deal, right? The less time that a seller has, the harder it is for them to make the deal they want. Right. So, you know, there's, there's give and takes in this situation. So that's what carve is. It's the uh, conservative after repair value estimate. And uh, we, we find ways to do things through there, but to go now back to what you were saying, Steve, is that yes, yes. You know, we were having this conversation about Snagglepuss and, um, just all, all of these characters from the past that, you know, people, some people just don't remember anymore because they didn't grow up with that, right? They didn't grow up with those things. Having done real estate in the ways that we do them, people aren't growing into the business that way. They're not coming into the, they're coming in to learn how to do one thing, one hot button thing, and that's wholesaling, right? Or, or flipping. So technically it's two. You know, they're, they're coming into this business because they're loving the idea of getting a $15,000 check without ever buying a property. And they're loving the idea of making $60,000 on a flip, you know, that they're going to very easily be able to do, you know, they can do it in an hour. That's right. And there's really nothing wrong with that. However, in a market like this, you know, you might be out of business, Yeah. you know? Um, you might not, it just depends, but I guarantee you for about a month there, I don't think anybody really did anything in the wholesale business, hardly to speak of, correct me if I'm wrong. No, no, you're, you're correct. I mean, were people trying to make deals? Yes. Were we trying to make deals? Absolutely. Did we make some? Yeah, we sure did. But we had to be creative in the ways that we found those deals. And, And that's the kind of stuff that we're talking about. Being creative, looking outside of your immediate situation. If I can't get John or Jane Doe to sell me their property at the price that I want, that I want, and I've been doing it for some time, I've got to find other ways to keep the train rolling. You know, we called lenders, hard, local hard money lenders, national hard money lenders, people we had relationships with. And we asked for, you know, real estate owned. We, we called uh, previous investors to see what their situations were if they had to sell and we created opportunities because we went into the situation 
with our eyes open. That's right. And, and I've actually even called people that I've sold houses to asking if they want to sell them back to me. That's exactly right. Not so many, so much the houses, but uh, that church that I, that I had, that we had down in uh, Oakland city. Yeah. I found him. I said, Hey, do you want to sell that? Cause I know that I could resell it to, to the people that wanted to buy it when I sold it to him. <laughs> money. No. But uh, I'm assuming he said no. He did. Yeah. He, said no. he got a deal and he knows it. And, that's right. That's right. And the, But that's what, you know, that's what we do. I mean, we deliver deals. Right. And when I say, and I hate that word, we, we deliver quality properties that have, you know, a good upside in them. Um, every one of them, the way I look at it is like, you're buying a small business, mm-hmm. you know, you're buying a business. This business is a short-term business. It's, uh, part, maybe part-time, maybe short-term, but you're, you're going to buy the business. You're going to run the business and then you're going to sell that business when you're, when you've got it up and running and all the, the components put, put together in that. So what I mean by that, you're buying the house, you're fixing it, uh, you're putting it on the market, you're selling it. And you're, now, guess what? You're out of business. Yeah. You got you to start a new business. <laughs> That's right. right. And, and, and there are people that actually structure their deals that way, Steve. Like there, there were instructors of the past that would tell people, every property you buy, put it in a new LLC, you know, a new entity. And they were literally starting a new business every time they bought a house. Now, I have one question. Yeah. Were those people who were giving that advice, did they happen to be just, just thinking selling LLCs? And you know, <laughs> Absolutely. They were selling them. Oh, you know? <laughs> there's a good reason for them. <laughs> and of course, these were, these, these were people that were doing this prior to things like legal zoom and so on and so forth. But, sure. you know, uh, but the, the bottom line of that is, no, you're not going to buy an LLC for every property that you're going to fix and flip. You know, you're not going to buy a, a start a new LLC for every property, single family that is, that you're going to um, uh, buy and hold. You, you're going to have you, just the cost to, for, of the taxes for each one of those would eat you up at the end of the year. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy to think like that. It's different with multifamily. It's different with commercial. There are different structures that will allow you to have separate LLCs for each one of those. And there are situations, structural situations that will allow you to have all of them under one big umbrella. But that is a structure situation. That's an insurance situation. I mean, that's an investor situation. There's a bunch of different structures that you need to consider. But buying a separate LLC for each single family home that is just a waste of time, energy, and money. Unless you're selling them. Unless you're selling them. That's correct. <laughs> that's correct. That's correct. Pretty good business model. There. <laughs> that's right. Especially when you're selling them to people that have no idea what they're it's doing. It's just a matter of perspective. <laughs> it is. <laughs> hey, but hey, Steve, I want to uh, take a quick break. But uh, when we come back from the break, let's give a little bit of clarity in, in terms of what folks should be looking at right now in the market today that they can utilize to help them uh, a month from now, six months from now, a year from now. I think we can do that. Let's take a break. Hi, 
Hi, this is Sammy with Sammy Hadid Real Estate, Keller Williams. Are you looking for a top producing agent who will look out for your best interests, top dollar on the sale of your home, a well-negotiated contract, an efficient closing? Please call me at 305-978-4249. I'm more than happy to set up a consultation. I'll put together a proposal for you to net top dollar for your home, what it is that I'm doing to get all my homes sold. Then you can decide what's best for you. Again, I'll do whatever it takes to get your home sold for top dollar, and I promise you that I will protect your equity with my life. 305-978-4249. Sammy Hadid, H-A-D-I-D. And we're back. Hey, uh, we were talking just before the last break about what people should be doing, and, uh, you know, I certainly have a lot of ideas about that, but Jason O'Miles, what do you think? Well, you know, I, I, I'll start this conversation from the retail end moving backwards, if you will, to the wholesale investor side, right? From a retail perspective, everyone is always talking about, oh, when is there going to be a crash? When is there going to be a crash? You know, the real estate bubble, the financial bubble, the whatever bubble. Uh, the reality of it is <clears throat> there is a shortage of all sorts of housing in this country, a shortage. Will we have corrections? Absolutely. Will we see some huge crash happen in the next year or two? No, no, we won't. We'll, we've seen house values go up 4 or 5% every single year for a lot of years now, right? Uh, even in this climate, <clears throat> we've seen values correct themselves to the tune of about 10 to 12%, but nothing outside of that. And that isn't because of the market, that, uh, the, the housing market, that is. That's because of this pandemic, right? People uh, up to this point that, you know, jobs were being created, opportunities were always there. You know, it is estimated now that even in a slowdown, we're seeing, you know, two and a half to 3% appreciation rates. So, you know, those are significant, extremely significant increases, even in a downturn. So since we know that we're going to have an increase in value anywhere between two and a half to four percent over the course of the next couple of years, and those are nationwide numbers, not just Atlanta. Okay, those are national numbers. Yes, you're going to have pockets that do better. Yes, you're going to have pockets that do slightly worse. But the point is, you always go to where the money is. You're not going to go, <clears throat> you know, you're not going to go and try to plant corn in the desert, right? <laughs> so, you know, that, that would be you just making bad decisions. You'd go, if you're going to plant corn, you're going to find fertile ground to do it in. It's the right. same with this business. Okay. You're not going to try to just don't try to force the square peg in the circle hole. It's not going to work. So understand that there, there, there's, this is, this train is going to keep going. It's going to keep going. You have to find a way to insert yourself into it. Okay. There's opportunity everywhere, whether you're buying single family homes, multifamily, or commercial in any state. You, you were talking earlier, Steve, in our first segment about the gentleman that called you up. Um, he, he did some single family stuff. He wants to put, uh, he wants to tap into what you know so he can get his uh, thumb back on the pulse of single family. But this guy's been doing industrial real estate for God knows how long. But you know what he was doing, and, and I don't know if he really understands real estate the way we do. And what he's doing, he, he's a marketer. He was he had a call center, and so he's getting people calling, you know, outbound and and 
looking for folks that want to sell their house and getting them under contract and then selling them to me and you. Um, that doesn't necessarily mean that he knows because he's the one he sent over, you know, yesterday or the day before. You know, yeah, yesterday. The one he sent over yesterday, really, the numbers don't work. And using every angle that I can think of, which is, you know, you look at the property, you see that it needs a lot of work. That typically means there's one avenue uh, that you have, which is basically the wholesale end, which is from our perspective, we want to have the number so we can wholesale it off, make a little profit, or we can buy it and fix it and retail it. You, there's not any good financing sitting there that we can take over payments. Um, there's not owner financing that we can structure in. So that means, okay, it's a cash deal. That means our price, your terms. So that means we're going to give you the price that we need to make it work <clears throat> with him marketing what he does and then bringing those over to us. And we can turn around and say, okay, here's what you do with this. If you're an investor or you're new or you're looking to try to figure out where you want to fit into all this, what should you be doing? Get out and look around, see what's going on, get some values, you know, do some research, find the houses, do the math. You know, is it a 70% minus renovation minus whatever fee it is you want to make opportunity or is it something else? And if it's something else, what can you do with that? Absolutely. And <clears throat> right now coming out of this, as soon as the courts open back up in most municipalities, you know, you're, you're going to see foreclosure filings, a lot of them, you know, you're going to see bankruptcies, a lot of them. Uh, there's opportunity right there. There's, those are your pretty house technique opportunities. I mean, not, those are, those are your, you know, owner financing, lease, lease option kind of situation, subject to where uh, there, cause there are a ton of people out there with bad credit and a, and a boatload of cash and they can't qualify for a loan because you know, they have to put more money down or, or maybe their credit isn't quite where it needs to be yet. The opportunities for you right now as the individual investor or small group of investors to come together and start looking for um, people, owners of properties that need to sell in any situation, whether it's like Steve said, you know, it's a, it, the house has all this stuff going on with it. You know, it's physically distressed you know, financially distressed issues, deals are going to present themselves over the coming few months. The next three to six months, you're going to see a ton of those because some people are holding on by a thread. You know, they're just holding on <clears throat> to their mortgage payments or their, or their job or they lost their job and they're blowing through their savings right now and they need to downsize and they just don't know what to do. These are opportunities for everyone. These are opportunities for you as you listen to my voice to help people out of situations that could really destroy them financially. Okay. And they'll be happy to give you their property if you can provide the right solution. And right. that's what we're telling you to do. You know, I'm, I'm listening to your voice and uh, <laughs> thinking, you know, if I was brand new in this, this might seem overwhelming. You know, what's the carve method? What's subject to what's, how do I structure owner financing? You know, there's a, there's a lot of questions and that I would have, but you know, just a matter of perspective again, anytime I'm approaching something brand new, I was listening to some stuff on YouTube the other day that was like, what is, what is this? You know, it was like, <laughs> 
what is six density? And you know, what's is this? I'm talking about spiritual stuff. I'm listening to it's like, wow, what this is off. I don't know what any of this is, Yeah, but you know, do I stop listening to it because I don't know what it is? No. I mean, you don't know what it is because you know, you don't know what you don't know. Right. That's right. Oh, so, do you stop because you don't know it? Or do you just kind of relax and say, wait a minute. Okay. I'm going to listen to this whole thing, even though I don't know what the heck they're talking about, but I'll pick up a little bit of things here and there that I can reference as something that, that, you know, I've learned about in the past or I know about, there's a few things in there that I can hang my hat on mm -hmm. while I'm going through the process of figuring out the rest of it. So, so in listening to that. And so what I'm saying is don't get old, don't let yourself get overwhelmed. Just, you know, so what there's stuff you don't know, except that it's not a big deal. There's things that all of us don't know. Mm -hmm. And a good way to approach it is just, okay. I don't know all this stuff. I think I'll just listen to what it is and then I'll listen to it again. So I'll listen to that same thing like four times and it started to make some sense to me, you know, after the second, third, fourth time I said, Oh wow. This, wow, this is really cool stuff. So if you're hearing about the carve method, you know, there's four or five different things within the carve method, pick, pick one of those, you know, maybe the wholesale thing understand that just take it a little bit of time at mm -hmm. home here and there that's right and that, and that really is the most important thing and that, you bring up a good point there steve in that even though it's important for you to understand every opportunity that is in front of you because you will lose money you'll leave money on the table more accurately put uh, by not knowing these situations there's no way for you to absolutely know them immediately you know, right away. I wish we could just download information that fast, you know, right. but we can't. We have to look at the situation that's in front of us. And that's why having a mentor, someone to bounce ideas off of when you say, look, I looked at 123 Main Street yesterday and uh, I, it doesn't fit this, but I think there's something to be done there. What can I do? You know, it's those situations where you're working through it in your mind, but with someone else whether it's on the phone or Zoom or, you know, uh, however you're communicating, it's, it's extremely important as you're learning what to do to bounce these ideas, these opportunities off of someone else who has the experience so that you can begin to see what your opportunities are and not guess if there's a thing there or not. You know what I mean? I do. And do you want to say something about the real estate training program that just launched? Well, since you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and these are things that we, of course, we offer people. So we have, you know, weekly group um, uh, coaching that uh, we can, we can share with people information. You can share your ideas, your deals and say, Hey, here's, here's what we have. Here's what I got. I don't know what to do with this. Here are the numbers. Help me out. And we'll just walk you through the deal. We'll walk you through the process or the opportunity. It's up to you to go and make the deal, but we can look at it and tell you, hey, here are the options for you. So uh, if you don't know the CARVE method, if you don't know how to get started, go to realestate360show.com and look at some of the programs and trainings that we have. I mean, you know, we have success in your first 30 days. If you don't know anything or how to get started, we have the full success system, which is going to give you an infinite amount of training 
on, on real estate and how to process a deal, how to look at a deal. You have um, the 30-minute uh, individual, um, uh, I hesitate to call it a coaching call. It's, it's a strategy call because your strategy may be different than the other person's, right? And then, of course, there's the group coaching that we have, which is held weekly over a six-month period, I believe it is, Steve. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you can get a lot of information in that six months from these programs, and we encourage people to do it. Now, now, when they get to the Real Estate 360 show, what do they do? Do they click on the four-week action plan, the free four-week action plan to get started, or is there something else to do there? Well, well, well the four-week action plan, definitely, we, you know, we're giving that to people so they can understand, you know, what it is they want. But the four-week action plan is also included uh, in the um, uh, first, uh, first 30 days program. Okay. Well, I think that wraps up our show for today. And we want to thank you guys for listening and watching Jason O. Miles. Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. Hey, listen, follow us, you know, make sure that you're downloading, make sure you're sharing the podcast, make sure that you're going to the realestate360show.com, engage with us, tell us what you like, and please keep listening and we'll see you next week.